Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. At the Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a new Honda and be on your way to desert treks, lakeside getaways, and mountain paths so remote you need an actual map. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Accord and 0% APR on the 2021 HRV or Pilot. Start your Honda safe adventure at NorCalHondaDealers.com. See dealer for financing details. What's good, reviewers? This episode of the JB and Benny Blue Review is brought to you by our friends at Snow CBD. Naturally enhance your life with premium CBD by Snow, formulated for stress relief, pain relief, better sleep, and much more. Learn all about it at snowcbd.com. That's S-N-O-C-B-D.com. And use code THEREVIEW. That's the review for 10% off all products and free shipping. Because of this season, because of y'all. Every single touchdown, every single point we score at Arrowhead is going to end with the anthem. And y'all got to help me say it right here one last time for 2019-2020 World Champions. You got to fight for your ride to party. Believe it. I love y'all. Five, four, three, two. One, Review Nation, what's happening, mm. people? We are back. Wow, yeah, it's been yeah. a wild goddamn football season, but you know yeah. we're still here, damn it. It's a JB and Benny Blue Review. JB out there shining in the light, baby, live and direct on the camera. Well, uh, you know, how you feeling, you know. sir? What did, what did you do for Super Bowl? We even really talked about that on or off the air. What what happened? What did you do? Um, You know what I do for Super Bowl? I was here. I think I was here. I didn't, I didn't do nothing for the Super Bowl, really, man. I think I was uh, in the house. In the seven. Oh, yeah, I had some people. I had some folks come over. That's what it was. All right. So, you know what I'm saying? I have my, my partner Cook, you know what I'm saying? I'm T. Hey, shut the Cook. You know what I'm saying? My dog Boop. My, you know what I'm saying? My dog Reese came through, you know what I'm saying? And the boy, his boy, so my nephews came over. And, yeah. you know, we just kind of kicked back and watched the game, you know what I'm saying? Had a couple had a couple of dope beverages, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, had a little dillies. flower power. Did a little hey, flower man. power, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ate, some, ate some good vegetarian food. Yeah. Yeah, that's they that listen on Super Bowl Sunday for for you to, for you to still stick to the game plan that uh that's uh that, that's that, that takes some good willpower, sir. Oh yeah, yeah man. I mean, I'm just I'm just been, at this point I'm just used to it, man. Like yeah, you've been doing you been there for a while. Yeah, yeah, so for me to go straight plant based, like it ain't really nothing. You know what I'm saying? I, I eat plant based more than I eat my little pescatarianism, which you know what I'm saying, which indulging in my little shrimp and fish every once in a while. But mm-hmm. I do pescatarianism a whole lot more, man. A whole lot yep. more. Yep, there it is. Beautiful. Oh, hey, reviewers out there, we hope y'all washing your hands and using your hand sanitizer. Please. This coronavirus. It's out it's there. bullshit, man. Shit. It's true. Benny, it's real in these coronavirus streets. Mm-hmm. Watch yourself out there, man. Hey, watch, hey, don't be out here kissing these hoes, all right? <laughs> hoes don't be out here kissing these dudes, you know what I'm saying? It move, for, it move from herpes, it move from herpes to corona. All right, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I want to kill you, I want to just make you look real bad. So, uh, look, listen. Make sure you're taking care of yourself out there. Wash your hands. Yeah. Use your hand sanitizer. Again, don't be just putting your mouth on everything and everybody. Yeah. Uh, man, Ben, you know, this world we live in is fucking right. crazy, man. Stop eating ass, all right? That's what he's really saying. Stop eating oh, ass. Oh, man. You never know the coronavirus could be and, coming and, through and, the ass. And, and if you eating ass, you better be making sure you're washing that ass before you eat it. You know what I'm saying? You, boy, don't be, don't be just, just putting your mouth on anything out here in these streets, man. 
shit. Oh my god. Well, look, reviewers. And clearly, <laughs> as you can tell, you can get you can get you can get football and health and life advice from this fine podcast. This is the JB and Betty review. Follow us at JB and Betty Blue. We're on all social media platforms as well as all streaming platforms. And uh, yeah. we want to give a shout out here uh, for those who check us out on Apple Podcasts. Shout out, shout out to our guy uh, Brandon Francis. He says, "Love the podcast. The knowledge, enthusiasm, and topics of discussion are second to none." Five stars. Uh-huh. Appreciate that, Brandon. That's good. That's good look. My, my dog. That, that's my OG. Little, uh, we call. We used to call him Little B. Uh, we played football together at the University of Southern Mississippi to the top. Hey, to and, the top. Uh, All right. Yeah, he's he's a couple years older than me, so Little B, my OG. But I appreciate that, little B man. Hey, you know you my dog. Hey, I gotta hit you up for a couple more of them little products too. He owns his own shop, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and he, he oh, has no. his own uh, his own nutrition line. So, Benny, we gotta tap in, you know what I'm saying? Because summertime is coming. Yeah. Hey, if you wanna build muscle, you wanna lose fat, you wanna do whatever you wanna do, you need to holler at my dog, Brandon Francis. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm looking up his information right now. We'll talk talk to him. Talk to him because the JB that is a great segue. As a lot of the OG reviewers know, once football season is over, we we kind of we kind of clear the decks. As you know, we're gonna be we're gonna be heading to our bi-weekly schedule after this. We're gonna have some revamped right, right. video. We're gonna have some great guests, and we're gonna be getting more into the for the people segment to to see what you yes you reviewers want to talk about and just just some other things. Of course, we're gonna talk NFL football, but that's kind of kind of gonna be here and there, not as much as we do obviously regular during the week. Uh, during the yeah. season, and that also yeah, yeah. includes spot. That also includes JB, as you know. That includes sponsorship. So any new That's sponsors right. out there, especially especially those on the health and wellness fitness tip, uh, definitely get at us. JB and Benny Blue Review at Gmail uh, We offer we offer great pricing. We offer you know we can do social media spots. We can do mid roll, pre roll. You know what I mean? Videos, all that stuff. All that stuff is within. The packages that we offer, so definitely right. get at us about that, man, because we will be taking on some new sponsors now so that football speak, season so is done. You know what I mean? Speaking of future sponsors, Benny, again, my man Brandon Francis, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he's one of the C, he's the CEO of Better Fitness, right? Better Fitness. And you want to highlight him? You want to check his products out? Reviewers, I go to Better B E T T E R Fitness F I T E F I T N E S S dot org. So just like it spells, just like it sounds, betterfitness.org. They got gear. They got nutritional supplements. Again, you want to build muscle, burn fat, whatever you want to do. My man, Brandon Francis, got you covered and betterfitness.org. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I appreciate that, little B. My guy. You know what I'm saying? There it is. And my yeah, reviewer. Guy. Reviewer, shout, shout, to, shout to Brandon. And, and listen, reviewers, that, that for those, the OG reviewers have been rocking with us for, for multiple seasons now. This is how we get appreciate more people. Y'all. Yeah, we, we, number one, we appreciate you. Number two, that's how more people find us and subscribe. So when somebody types in football or podcast or two jackasses talking about football and fucking eating ass, then our podcast will pop up and they'll get to subscribe. <laughs> so the more more reviews you get, the higher yeah. you go the charts. That's how it works. Yeah. So please, five-star rate us. We will shout you out. We love it. Oh, um, God. All, all, all that shit is JB's fucking going crazy off that. Oh, my Brother. God. All right. Oh, I'm just so, the two assholes talking shit. Yes, sir. That's what we are. <laughs> yep. Hey. You, you know, we, we, you know, just we contemplated like the reviews. We contemplated making that our name in the beginning. Two assholes talking shit. As you know, but that's that would be a great name for a podcast. Guys what? out there, girls out there, don't want to be you know, our future Potter and family like we are. Right. Uh, we Benny I, Benny. I think we OGs in the game right now. I think we could, we could be considered OGs now. You know, yeah. Three years in the game. 
100, what is this, 148 coming up? Episode 148? This this is episode 148, yeah, man. We've been, uh... We are OGs in the podcast game, man. Damn. OGs in the podcast game, man. So, hey, you know what? Damn. Yep, the beautiful thing. The beautiful thing. And, JB, like you were saying, the reviewers that have been rocking with us for a while, they know that, you know, once football season winds down... You know, we'll get into NBA, we get into, we get into other things, different guests, different topics, all that shit. And, right. you know, uh, as it turns out, uh, football is not quite over uh, for this what? time period. What, I what know. happened? I know, it's crazy. What happened? Uh, no. Nice, right? we weren't, uh, yeah, it is. And, and no, reviewers, we're not talking about the, uh, the now uh, in the grave Alliance of American mm. Football. Oh, uh, rest in peace, the Alliance. Yeah, man. I mean, you know. You, you, you tried. That's all I'm gonna say. You tried, damn it. Uh, you did your best. And by the way, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that I'm gonna put that as bad karma on Bill Polney and saying that Lamar Jackson should move to wide receiver. That's why you failed. All right, I'm putting I'm putting that. That's Bill. You shouldn't have said that. Can't talk bad about Jackson, man. Right. Shouldn't have said that about about the MVP. But I know reviewers. I know you're wondering out there. I I know some of you guys listen to us right now. Say I love listening to you guys talk about. Football, just like our guy Brandon and everybody that's left reviews or comments on our social media, all that shit. We love when you guys talk about the NFL. Are you guys going to talk about the XFL? Now, Mm. in fairness, we don't know if this is going to be a regular thing because it is an active season at this point. But we wanted to take some time to talk about the XFL, our thoughts, inform you about it uh, if you don't know about it right now. Mm -hmm. So, for those, especially younger reviewers out there who don't remember... The XFL is a league that's created by one uh, Vince No Chance, No Chance in Hell McMahon, as the song goes. Uh, It is his own football league uh, via the WWE. Now, for the younger reviewers out there who don't remember, he tried this back in the year 2000, year 2001. And the XFL was supposed to stand for Extreme Football League. I don't know if they just call it XFL and they don't say it's extreme, whatever the case may be. Back then, that shit was more along the lines of wrestling, where it's like they did a bunch of like gimmicky shit, and the actual football wasn't very good. Uh, they let no. the players have their own nicknames on their jerseys. Shout out to Rod Smart, <laughs> aka He Hate Me Baby. He Hate uh, Me. You know what I mean? And uh, it was a very, it was a, uh, it was a interesting, but ultimately kind of short-sighted way to do football it had it had a it had a lot of hype when it first started but it started to dwindle very quickly yeah, and they shut down the league started, but now you're just garbage you know what I'm saying? there it is and, and for though and, and and for for a trivia question it was the uh it was the uh, la team i can't remember if they're called the la express or whoever they were with tommy maddox at quarterback that won the title oh, that year maddox. and they had, they had like a black and red ball all this type of shit so it just it just didn't go off and then in the last few years, Vince was talking about bringing it back. They actually did. They actually did a really good thirty for thirty on the original XFL. And at the end of it, he talks about bringing it back. Um, so right. now it is back. Of course, it's it's the second version of it. Vince is still the boss. Uh, Oliver Luck, who's Andrew Luck's dad, is the is the commissioner. And there are eight teams. There's the Dallas Renegades, the DC Defenders, the Houston Roughnecks. The LA Wildcats, the New York Guardians, the St. Louis Battlehawks, uh, Seattle Dragons, uh, Tampa Bay Vipers, and then a team called Team 9, which is basically the practice squad uh, that services all of those eight teams. So if somebody gets injured or gets suspended, or whatever the case is, they have someone that they can call up on the roster. Uh, now, 
those are those are the teams. Uh, first and foremost, JB, what do you think about the teams, and have you seen any of these games or the highlights thus far after uh, week one of the XFL? Well, uh, I mean, the, the teams, as far as the teams go, the city location is pretty good because the dynamic f- f- football in those, all those cities are very high. Um, especially big big cities like, you know what I'm saying, uh, New York. Uh, D.C. has not had a winning football team in a long time. And they were hype yesterday because uh, their yeah, defenders yeah. are looking pretty good. All right. All right. So we'll see. They, they beat the Seattle Dragons team 31-19. Uh, Seattle is always a good place for football. Those, those tree huggers can't get enough of it. Uh, <laughs> no offense to anybody. Uh, and then, of course, L.A. L.A. has three professional football teams. They, you know what? They probably got four because they got an arena team, too, if I'm yeah. mistaken. Uh, it's a lot of football being played out in L.A., but the L.A. Wildcats, uh, who went out to the Houston, uh, what, is, what is Houston? What is the Roughnecks. The Houston Roughnecks. That sounds about right. Shout out to the fifth ward. Uh, they they beat L.A. 37-17. And as we speak, the New York uh, Sabercats, you know what that is? The Guardians. Wildcats. Yeah. That's not a Guardian. Okay. So, yeah, the New York Guardians are, are taking on the Tampa Bay uh, Devil Rays? Is that a, no. Uh, Vipers, right? Right. Right, Tampa Bay Vipers. Yeah, they, you know listen, listen, reviewers. They, they, the names sound like arena slash USFL <laughs> team names. It does kind of right. look sound the like names. That. Is, the names is dumb animated. So, uh, right. but yesterday, Benny, I watched mm. a little bit of the DC game and I watched the beginning of the Houston and LA game. Okay, uh, good football, good football, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Right. So, uh, so the XFL tweeted yesterday one word to describe your first, basically your first experience. Or first view of the XFL, and I put solid, mm-hmm. right? Solid is a good word for what I watched yesterday. It's good football, all right. Great placement of the teams. You got Dallas, Dallas. You know, they love football. St. Louis has been hungry for football since the Rams left them, all right. Yep. Seattle again, always a good place. DC, we talked about that. Uh, so they did a great job placing these teams. I really think you talked about the team nine that. The XFL is taking on the personality of the old NFL Europe, right? And since it's NFL America, right? We got the Team Nine, which I really like, which is like an all-team practice squad. Yeah. And yes, reviewers out there, all they do is practice. So I'm, I'm guessing they practice two or three days a week, uh, maybe four. You know, lift, just keep them in great shape so that when the time for the number to be called, they're ready to roll. I think they're doing a great thing, Benny. I think they really thought this one out. Uh, again, the football was good. It was entertaining. Uh, a couple glitches, not glitches, but just a couple nuances when it comes to their league. Um, the extra point system, uh, you, can, you can score one, two, or three based on wherever you get the ball at. I think yep. three-pointers, two-pointers, two-pointers from the five-yard line, three-pointers from the 10, and then the one-pointers from the half, what? Like, you know, the half line, uh, which is between the, the one and the, and the goal line, right? Yeah. So... Uh yeah, and then that and then the kickoff is weird, but there are a lot of penalties or there are a lot of uh punishments, a lot of punishment if you if you kick the ball out of bounds, the the team that kicks the ball out of bounds, the opposing team, the receiving team gets the ball on the kicking team's 45, right? So you just really screwed yourself. So kickers get your mind right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then um the kickoff is also to the point where they line up on, I want to say, the 40, 35, yep. 40, and then the opposing team is 10 yards away from it. Nobody can move. The kicking team can't move until the ball is caught. 
Right, right. right. And, and you're, 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 right. You're, you're, taking, you're taking me right there because that's what we're going to go into next. Some of the big rule changes right. that's, that they're trying to make it appealing. So for the kickoff, a kickoff is designed to discourage t- touchbacks and increase the likelihood of a return. The ball will right. be kicked off from the 30-yard line, but the coverage and blocking teams will line up at the receiving team's 35 and 30-yard mm-hmm. lines, respectively. Only the kicker and returner can move until the ball is caught or three seconds after it hits the ground. A touchback will be spotted at the 35-yard line, and as JB said, kicks out of bounds will go to the 45-yard line. Now right. for the three, for so so now for extra points, there's three options after scoring a touchdown: a one-point play from the two-yard line, a two-point play from the three-yard line, and a three-point play from the ten-yard line. There is no option to kick an extra point. Also, you can do two forward passes uh behind the line provided the first provided the first does not go past the line of scrimmage you only have to have one foot in bounds when you catch also this one's for the hogs out there it allows offensive linemen to be up to two yards downfield when a pass is thrown with the hope of minimizing flags on run pass Mm. option plays all right and then and then here's a big one that a lot of people complain about with the nfl when it comes to them stripes a total of nine officials on the field, one of whom will be dedicated solely to spotting the ball to minimize downtime between the plays. And, oh, man, they're smart. They hired Dean Blandino as their head of officiating. All right? right. And most, and then they also are taking advantage of the uh, of the Sky Judge. And they're they're doing things to make the game run faster. Some of the, some of the tweaks include right. the running a running game clock that won't stop after incomplete passes when players go out of bounds, mm-hmm. except inside right. of two minutes for each half. Which which uh, is smart. Additionally, there will be a ten minute halftime, two timeouts per team per half, and no coin toss. The home team will always make the choice to kick, receive, or defer to start the game. The visitors will have that choice in overtime. So those are some of the key uh, changes. Have you kind of even from what you've already seen? Have you kind of noticed that so, how how those rules are working, or maybe could be tweaked a little bit to help the quality of the game? From what you've seen. I'm a fan of, of everything they're doing right now. Uh, like I said, I got to watch a little bit of it yesterday. I love the extra point system. That is, that's the greatest. That's really dope. You know, that's phenomenal. I love that. Um, I love the uh, the fact that there weren't a lot of flags called. I, like I said, I watched yes. probably the last, well, the third quarter of the first game and then um, like the first 20 or the first 10 minutes or so of the second game. And not a lot of flags thrown. Again, it's good football, people. Some of the things that Benny just read read off, you don't even understand or realize or notice, especially that clock shit. You don't even realize what's going on. Uh, as far as the um, the two yards down the field for the old lineman, that's great, right? Because a lot of times, you know, what I'm saying you don't you don't really know what's going on behind you, but you're not trying to go downfield and block nobody. You're just kind of rolling through the play, and next thing you know, you don't want it too far downfield. So. No, great, great rules, great things that are, are are keeping it moving, and you know that's what people want to see. They want to see action. They want to see constant roll, roll, go, 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 go. So it's like all those breaks in between games in the NFL. I'm not saying that they're making lower quality on me because of the NFL and people gonna sit there and watch it. No matter what the hell's going on, it's just that it does speed the game up. And I guess you know if you look at the clock, you really notice. But it, everything flowed real smooth. It was, it was again, it was entertaining. Fun to watch, and, and and that's that's a big part of it really, because when it all boils down to it, this is entertainment. This is entertainment business, which is why Vince McMahon can can own a league. You know, what I'm saying because he's ran one of the most successful entertainment businesses in the world for a long time. 
That's why he's a billionaire. <laughs> so, right, uh, right, man. You know, I, I think they're doing good things, man. I, and I love the fact that they play in the spring. So even though the NFL doesn't have their hands in the XFL, they have the uh, they're still Big Brother. Right, right. They're still Big Brother, and the XFL is doing a great job of respecting Big Brother and saying, "Okay, well, we're gonna play this season, and we're gonna play what we talked about twelve weeks, right?" And yep. it rolls right in towards mid uh, mid to end of April, That's which correct. again is, is kind of is, is, is catering to the football guys. Yep, because the draft will be right then, and then many camps will start for the NFL teams. Yep, uh, ben, Benny, you brought up an interesting point in our pregnant production meeting about mm-hmm. some things that you think that that the XFL should. Begin to implement as far as like uh, younger players, players that are in JUCO, players that um, that want to come out of JUCO, and so on and so forth. So yeah, break it down to the people about what we spoke about. Yeah, so in in, in our patent production uh, meeting, as JB so eloquently put, we we were discussing what we think are some of the keys to success, if you will, for the XFL. Because reviewers, as you know, they were rocking with us last season. We tried to get behind and support the AAF, but we saw them stepping on their dick and we shooting did. themselves in the foot and all this crazy shit, right. losing all this money like a goddamn shitty startup. And they just did not do it right. They just kind of did a little bit too much too soon and didn't really have it organized, particularly from a financial level. But a couple things that I was thinking about, and, and certainly JB will, will come in with, with, his, with his own, no doubt, is that number one, we were talking about, as JB mentioned with the JUCO, there are a lot of Division One talented players that quite simply, let's just be honest, and this is really kind of a rule of thumb for everyday people. Folks, college is not for everybody. It's not. And if you're highly talented at a particular skill and you can turn that into a commodity, you should be able to get paid for it, especially if you put in the work and you come in from a good place. So for a lot of kids mm-hmm. out there who are, you know, four or five star recruits, get the big, you know, full ride to, you know, Bama, Ohio State, you know, Oregon, whatever, you know, for whatever reason, they trick it off grades. They get, you know, they get uh, kicked out of school for some BS or whatever the case is. A lot of times they're going to they're gonna be on last chance you. They're going to be fucking goddamn East Mississippi. Ding! They're going to go down there. They're going to go to Blinn yeah, College. Sure. They're going to go to in- Independence Community College. And that's what they yep, have to do. Yep, yep. And the only Die reason why City. they're doing it, right, the only reason why they're doing it is because they're trying to get back in the good graces of the old, the old NC2A and get back to get another good, probably not as good as they had, but good scholarship. The alternative, right. hopefully, is these kids being able to have the option to go to the XFL. Now, how it works from, you know, them going straight out of high school, I don't know that I'm necessarily rooting for that, but I'm more so looking at kids who either have to go to JUCO or just simply are in the transfer portal constantly or kids that basically that are in the college system that know that they're not there to be a part of that whole thing where they say, as JB said in our patent production meeting, amateurism. We're giving you a scholarship in exchange for your football services. Well, if they don't if right. they don't want that trade off, then they should now have the option for for the XFL. The other thing is JB mentioned. I'll let him speak on this in terms of the NFL Europe style development that the XFL can offer. Players should have the option, especially players that go have go the JUCO route, should be able to play in the XFL for two three years, develop so they become a better quality player for the NFL and ultimately have a longer, more sustainable career in the NFL as well. So so many guys with a lot of talent are burnt out by two, three, four years in the league because they're not being properly developed or given enough of a chance or just in the right situation, period. If you're able to show out and develop your skills in the XFL, albeit it's slightly different rules, 
I think that's ultimately going to create a better player and ultimately a better product um, on the field. And finally, what I would say is XFL, whatever you do, and as JB said, Vince is smart. He's a goddamn billionaire for, for a reason. Um, yeah. Don't don't expand too fast. Take it take it step no, by no, step. No. Pa- pack out pack out these soccer stadiums, these twenty thousand right, soccer right, stadiums. Right, Have right, eight right, teams. Make and especially in the cities like JB said, like DC or St. Louis, where it's like they've either lost their team or their team is trash. I mean, let's be honest. I would, I would love, to, I would love to have an XFL team in Michigan because, I mean, you know, as much oh, as I love yeah. my kitties, I would love to have a badass XFL team in Michigan. That would be great. Or just like you right. know, like in the in the desert, like you know, just another like another good alternative. Because to me, JB, watching that DC game, especially, it almost kind of had like it almost kind of had like a like a Premier League vibe. Like people were fucking going, they're right. rowdy as shit. They were loving it. Right. I liked I liked that part of it because honestly, with oh, the yeah, rule yeah. changes, it, was, it, was, it almost kind of has a rugby vibe to it in terms of the energy mm-hmm. of it. So that right. that that's my two cents in terms of the tips for success. But what what do you think to see the XFL rise and thrive? I think they need to continue to be what they are, and they should look at the format of the NFL Europe as I spoke about earlier with NFL Europe. They should follow that format to a T. Um, you know, you had guys that played in the NFL Europe for years. It wasn't a supplemental league for the NFL. It was its own league. So unlike the A Alliance Football League that were like, okay, well, you can only play for so many years. You know what I'm saying? Nah, this is an actual league. They're, they're, you know, the Alliance made the mistakes they made, but the XFL is an actual league where cats can come and they can play and they can have a 19-year career. Right? They're in it for the long haul. They're not here to, to rival the, the NFL. They're basically here to mirror the NFL. So XFL players, of course, are going to have the opportunity because it plays in the spring. There's going to be a number of XFL players that putting good tape out that are going to uh, get an opportunity to play in the, the NFL, the big leagues. Mm-hmm. So just be what you are, XFL. And don't get too crazy with the money either because this is not the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just from a business standpoint. I know everybody like, ah, oh, they should pay the players. What? We just gave you an opportunity to do something that you love to do again. Right? So, yeah, we're going to pay you. But, again, NFL Europe scale business plan. Because NFL Europe was very successful. Right? Not because of the NFL. They didn't pay these guys a shitload of money. Right? They didn't pay them a shitload of money. But they paid them. And these guys are playing football to do what they love to do. Right, so continue to do the things you're doing, but I would I would tell them if they haven't already, man, really just take a look at the NFL Europe and how they did things and the way that they were successful. And the one thing Benny says I like is keep it in these little bitty stadiums, right? Keep it in these smaller stadiums, please. Don't try to overstep your boundaries. Keep everything light. Build that hunger up. Build that that camaraderie up and uh, not camaraderie. Build that fandom up. Build it up. You know, make people happy, you know what I'm saying, to be with the Houston Roughnecks. Like, you know, like, you know what? Hey, the Texans, you know, that's the squad. But man, Roughneck season start gonna be in there too. You know, make people get excited about their team. I like what they're doing. Like I said, yesterday I watched it good football. Today we get through recording. I'm gonna watch it, you know what I'm saying? We'll yep. see, you know what I'm saying? But I, I but it's gonna be good football. Dallas and uh, St. Louis play at 3 p.m. West Coast time, well, Arizona time, I should say. Yeah. Um 2, 2 p.m. over there on the West Coast and what the fuck is it? Five on the East, yeah. four on the East. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, bro, I mean, when it when it comes when it comes down to it, that was the from the first version to this version of the XFL. The biggest reason why the original XFL failed, number one, they were trying to do, I believe the original XFL was in the fall, which that right off the bat was a bad mistake having it in the fall. But the bigger mistake is that, and JB just said it, it's quality of football. If you're watching these guys Mm -hmm. and then they appear as, oh, you see Cardale Jones and fucking Aaron Murray, it's like, oh, these are dudes who can't hack in the NFL. But then you watch them go play in these games and ball out. Yeah. That makes you right. invest into it as a real league because it's real. There's good. There's there. The talent is there for that league. The talent right. is there, so it's good quality right. games. Like the first XFL, and even with the AAF, they didn't give the guys enough time to to really develop, become teams, right. learn the playbook. In addition to the financial part, because I mean, think about it. Like even the highest paid guys, some of the you know quarterbacks, receivers, some of the position guys. I believe the high the highest salaries are like decent six figures. Whereas on the low end, I want to say right. it's like 50, 60 grand. But at the same right, time, right. in the past, if your alternative was, fuck, I'm trying to get into the NFL, or I gotta go try to play Canadian or even arena, shit, if you get offered 60, 75 grand for a season to play and have an even better chance at getting into the NFL and still play professional football, and they have right. and also too, JB, they have incentive-based contract so the more you win the okay. more you get paid right. so right. if you the more stats you put up yeah so that they, they yeah. got that they got that from their they got that from the arena league that, that's that's the doing the arena league which i think is great yep exactly so like like if you're if you're a 25 year old that's on the fringe trying to get in the nfl shit why wouldn't you want to get paid 75 grand base plus a bonuses to play right. professional and play on espn and fox and with the potential mm-hmm. to get back in the NFL, because now you have real right. meaningful tape, not a not a tryout right. because your agent called in a favor. You know what I mean? And like, Benny, Benny, let's think about this. And 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 here's just something, just something to think about. Food for thought. This league started what this week, right? Yeah. So we're looking at the fourth was the first game, right? Since it's February fourth through as week one, February fourth through ten. So now the first game was yesterday. They had the first game yesterday yeah. was the eighth. Yeah. This is February the 8th. They'll be done with their season by April. Right? End of April. Yeah. Beginning yeah. of May. So let's say these guys are not. Again, this is a real league reviewer. This ain't no, you know what I'm saying? You ain't, you know, this ain't no two and out like the Lions trying to do, not trying to be supplemental to the NFL. This is a league. So these men, this is their profession. I am an XFL football player. Just like people say, I am an AFL football player. You have guys playing real league for. 15 years. Mm-hmm. So here's what I'm getting at. February to April, May, beginning, if you will. Once they're done with that, you mean to tell me these cats can't hold down coaching jobs, whatever kind of job, mm-hmm. internships, all these things. Th- these guys can can really push forward to what they want to do outside of the XFL. But it's a great, great opportunity to earn revenue year by year. And like Benny said, incentive based. And of course, you know what I'm saying? There's going to be contracts given because, man, this guy's great for this league. We're going to give him a three or four year contract, give him a little signing bonus, put him on a salary. They're going to grow. They're going to do great things. But I like the fact that these guys in their offseason, because their offseason is way longer than the NFL offseason, mm-hmm. are going to have the opportunity to step into some other roles, you know what I'm saying, as far as real life goes. So good for them, man. Uh, good football again. And I think they got a great game plan. Like you said, they came here before. Realized what they did was bogus and bump, and it was. Mm-hmm. And, and and old Vince McMahon went back to the drawing board and really put it together with some very smart people. And I got a good product. They really do. Yep. 
There you go. So we're, we're definitely going to keep our eye on it. Like like we said at the top of the segment, you know, not sure if it's going to be something that we just necessarily, uh, you know, keep up with regularly. But we'll definitely we'll right. definitely support it. Keep our eye on it. And JB, I'm I'm putting this out there right now because this is a brand new league. Uh, I'm I'm normally you know you know how I rock. Obviously, it's different. It's different for you because you playing at a professional level, so you rock with the bird gang because those are your guys. Right, and right. obviously, my teams are more kind of based on where I'm from. I kind of support some of the LA mm-hmm. teams, Dodgers, Clippers. This go around, fuck that. I'm 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 pick. I'm gonna be. I'm being total bandwagon. I'm picking a team. I'm not just going to LA just cause. You're I'm picking a team. Damn it. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm picking. I'm picking the team. The first time in my life, I'm picking the team that I want. You know what I mean? If I I earn that. If I gotta if I gotta suffer with the kitties, then damn it, I'm picking my own XFL team. You know what I'm saying? Okay. okay. It's looking like the da- I like the, I like the Dallas Renegades. I li- I just I like their I like their logo, I like their colors, and it'd be the one thing from Dallas okay. I can tolerate. So you know, there you right, go. Right, right, exactly. Uh, well, we, but we'll see. Never mind, never mind. Okay, yes. <laughs> we'll see though. I'm, okay, I'm, so, I'm open. So, I'm open I'll, for I'll, fandom. I'll, I'll, I want. I you know what I'm saying. I like. I like. You know what I'm saying. Houston teams. I like the Houston squad. You know what I'm saying. They're the rough. It's scrappy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yep. it's scrappy. I like their nickname, the Roughnecks. So I'm gonna roll with the Houston Roughnecks, Benny. You know what I'm saying. All right. You roll with Dallas. I'm picking the Houston. We two Texas teams. All right. All right. So I got right. the Houston. The Houston Roughnecks. We got the Dallas uh, Renegades, man. Hey, it's on. Right. Right. There you go. So we'll definitely keep on keep our eye on it. Uh, when we, we come showing back, love, reviewers. Yeah, keep showing love. When we when we when we come back, uh, the time has come. The uh, the votes have been tallied. The points have been added. Yeah, uh, shit, I lost. All that shit. <laughs> uh, and let me tell you, something. It, it was a hotly contested contest, and uh, we're gonna yep. get into that in detail now and, and break down Super Bowl Fifty Four. All that when we come back. This is the JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. We'll be right back, getches. Yes, yeah. we will. Reviewers. This episode of the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast is brought to you by our fine sponsors, starting with Brave New Urban. Brave New Urban is the design studio with the entrepreneur in mind. Visit bravenewurban.com to learn about their web design and logo design services, or just simply look at the great work they lace us with on our new logo and branding. That's right. Go to bravenewurban.com and use promo code the review and get 30% off your first project. Go to bravenewurban.com and use promo code THEREVIEW to get 30% off your first project. And of course, we are brought to you by Pacific Home Buyers. Have you inherited a home or property? Are you going through pre-foreclosure? Pacific Home Buyers helps homeowners in all 50 states get cash. That's right, cash for their homes. And their deals close within 7 to 14 business days. Visit packhomebuyers.com. That's P-A-C homebuyers.com. Or call 323-963-3417. That's 323-963-3417 for more information on how they can help you get cash for your home today. Woo! Let's go. Five, four, three, two, and one. Reviewers, what's up? Appreciate you joining us today on another fine episode of this fantastic, well-produced. Welcome back. You know what I'm saying? Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. The Dillies Welcome are on back. deck for the Bizzle in the Desert. Yes. That's right. That's right. Uh, reviewers, uh, the NFL season is over, and it has been quite the journey. Um, now, before we get into our Savage Picks recap, winner, all that stuff, we got to break down the mm. final game of the season. 
Super Bowl yeah. 54. Yeah. The Chiefs yeah. beat the Niners. He both picked correctly. He both picked the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs ended up scoring 21 unanswered points in the fourth quarter uh, with some great play by Mahomes down the stretch. Now, JB, I'm going I'm to pose this to you right off the bat, and I feel like your answer to this is similar to kind of what you said about Eli Manning getting into the Hall mm. of Fame, which I get. I personally do not believe that Patrick Mahomes should have been the MVP of this game. I think he proved that he's the best quarterback in the league, but I'm not going to count right. him playing well for the last six minutes of the game when he played like mediocre to garbage for the majority of it as him being the MVP. Right. I think it should have been either Damian Williams or possibly Chris Jones. But what did you think when you saw he that he got the MVP? Do you think he should have got the? Do you think? Do you besides the reasons why? Do you think he should have got the MVP? Well, Benny, here we go. You have to understand that the MVP trophy is going to go to a quarterback first, no matter what he does. Well, right. right? No, that's why I said the Plus, Eli Manning thing because I knew you were going to say. Right, right, exactly. Plus, Patrick Mahomes is the face of the NFL. Right, right now. So it was kind of it was gonna go to him if they won come hell or high water. Now he just right. happened to have a boo boo game, right? Um, but I think that Mr. Williams should have got it because he was just everywhere at all times, doing everything he was supposed to do and doing it the right way. Yeah, two touchdowns. Uh, he had the late run, the bases sealed the deal, and so yeah, I think Mr. Williams should have got that one, buddy. But, when, you know, just review it so that you know how it go. Yeah, that's basically, you know, what we will be looking at. A lot of people probably, y'all probably feel the same way. Yeah, man, you know, Mahomes should have got that. Hey, you know what? We agree with you totally. But just so you know, here's a quarterback-driven league, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think we both agree. I think based on based on the, on the on the production, I will give it to Damian Williams. Like you said, base of the league. Giving it to a quarterback, of course, they're going to find a way. Unless he just played God ridiculously awful where they couldn't even justify it at that point. They're going to give it to Patrick Mahomes. Now, honestly, DeBrow, watching the game, I mean, first of all, very entertaining game. Much better than last year's Super Bowl. I think we can, we can both agree on that. I really thought right, the Niners right. executed executed their game plan very well. I liked, I liked some of the sets that they were running. I thought they got a lot of guys active, and they were really controlling the tempo of the game for three and a half quarters. Um, I think the Chiefs just right. you know, got hot late, utilized, utilized their talent and playmakers and made some shit happen. But right. another theory I'm throwing at you that I had discussions with some other people offline. I got to tell you, man, Kyle Shanahan... He he loves. Uh, well, here's here's what here's why here's why you shouldn't you shouldn't here's why you shouldn't let Kyle Shanahan drive your car when you're in a rush because he'll let oh, off the gas. God damn it! He will let off the gas. Ooh. He did it again. Am I crazy? Or did he do it again? Well, here's the thing, Benny. And I spoke about this uh, yesterday on uh, the, the Easy Sports Talk Show. Got the KSRN and, 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 and oh, Ed on KSRN. Shout out to Money Making Mitch, Big Girl. All the homies, all right. Uh, but here's the thing: Shanahan. Let's say hypothetically speaking, everybody's like, "Well, Shanahan love the gas." Shanahan is not diverse enough offensively to be the Andy Reid. He's just not. That's true, right? When all you have to depend on is stretch zone, and once that gets shut down, now you're like, "Okay, let's run die." What they was killing right between the tackles. Um, Play action, which means that he's faking the run for you football dummies out there, teasing the linebackers to come up, which they do every time because they run the ball fairly well. And then the 
The DBs are in a zone. So he has to throw the ball to one person, basically about 15 yards, Benny, and he's getting paid gazillions of dollars to do that. But here's the thing. He don't drop back and throw the ball enough. Right, and he he missed he missed that big throw that he should have hit. He missed he missed he missed the big throw that he should have hit. But see, he's not a it's third and eight. Okay, cool. We got Jimmy G, so we straight. No, that's not what Shanahan thinks, and that's not what Shanahan knows. So, what he tried to do was he tried to give him short intermediates, screens, and so on and so forth late in the game, so that Jimmy G wouldn't blow it. I've been calling for a two turnover Jimmy G game in the playoffs. All yeah, year and didn't get it. Cal Shanahan and, and Cal Shanahan, he he kept me from getting it again because Jimmy G wasn't throwing the ball down the football field because Kansas City made the best adjustments. And when all boys down to a bit, Kansas City won the fourth quarter. They won the game. Period. They won the fourth quarter. They won the game. And it's back to the diverse aspect of offense. Kansas City made adjustments when San Francisco stayed stubborn. And was like fuck that. We San Francisco. This was got us here. Our D-line is fast, and they're physical, and they really didn't do shit in the second half. Uh, and then our defensive backs are smart, and they play the zone, and Richard Sherman. So you going to get off your high horse? You, you ain't going to get off? Okay, cool. Guess what? You didn't win the Super Bowl either, right? Because between Sala and Shanahan, they didn't make the best adjustments. They didn't, they didn't put the best work in when it came to making adjustments. And that's why they lost. They lost the fourth quarter because Kansas City went in there and was like, yo, they doing this, and they doing that, and they're not going to stop Right. So, are we going to stop it? Defensively? They're going to they gonna rush that zone. Y'all been doing a great job. Y'all keep stopping it? Offensively. Shooting themselves in the foot a little bit, right? Yep. Even though Kansas City ran the ball fairly well the whole game. Like, we, we ain't, ain't nobody even talking about that for this great, expensive D-line that San Francisco got. Kansas City ran the ball very well the whole game. Yep. Not just, like, getting two or three. They getting six, seven. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Getting five on first down. They ran the ball efficiently the whole game. Yeah. I Which kept them in the game. Little, Let's I, be real. Let's be real. Because first oh, they yeah, yeah, touched down a couple picks. It kept them in the game. Kept them close. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, without a yeah. doubt. So all that's there. Uh, bottom line, great job, Andy Reid. Congratulations. All right. You know that man has the best place in my heart. He drafted me, even though he cut me too. But, hey, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was, that was my fault. But shout out to, to Kansas City and just the work that they put in. And the game plan that them coaches put together. Uh, shout out to Greg Lewis. He's my guy. He came in with me in 03. Class of 03, Greg Lewis, the receiver coach of Kansas City. Uh, got him a ring. You know what I'm saying? And, man, between him and Spagnola, you know what I'm saying? Just all these cats that was there. Uh, the receiver coach. Not, not not the receiver coach. The old receiver coach that used to be there with Andy. He's uh, on another team now. I'm thinking about uh, the DB coach. He's a younger dude. That, he was a, a younger dude in Philly when I was there. Now, of course, he's an older cat. Shout out to, to Andy Reid for, for putting it out there, man, for them cats to be able to work for him, that played for him. That's that's super dope, man. Got him a ring now. Congratulations, yeah. man. You're 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 top of the crop, Andy, like you wasn't before, but yep. it solidifies your greatness, buddy. Yep. Big 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 Greg got a ring. I mean, yeah, man. I mean I think I think personally, I think he, he was already pretty much in there, but I think I think he sealed the deal for the Hall of Fame with that one. Oh yeah, this in did the it. ring. Yeah, this did it. Yep. This did it, buddy. This yep. did it, man. 
got himself in there. You know, a couple couple questionable calls. Of course, the uh, the big one people were bitching about was the, uh, the 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 George Kittle push off that was called the other way when Randolph did it in the uh, Viking Saints game. Also, the very the, the raise the razor thin decision with uh, Damian Williams along along the right pylon in terms of that touchdown. But other than that, I mean, I, th- I thought it, you know I thought there weren't really any other big um, you know moments where where the zebras got in the way of the game and yeah i mean it's just like you no, said it no. yeah you know it was, it was more so it was more so you know shanahan not i mean you just you just you got to stay aggressive bro you can't you can't let these guys find a way to get back to back into it because eventually mahomes is going to figure it out eventually he was just he was going to make a play again, again, again like again like i said that that's kind of a, a slippery slope because in shanahan staying aggressive knowing that they figured him out jimmy Drew is going to turn that ball over again that's so, true. I mean, and, from, from a passing and, aspect, and, yes. And, yeah. From a passing aspect, and yes. Shan, but you, but you couldn't run the ball like that because Kansas City was was. Hey, they figured that out too. So right. Shanahan just got out coached. Like he didn't take his foot no gas. Right. He got out coached. Right. And he knew right. he was out coached, and there was nothing that he could do. He he ran out of tricks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a Sean McVay aspect. He ran out of tricks, right? Yeah. So now here's a question, Benny. I pose it for you. Uh-huh. I just said Sean McVay. All right, the Rams with the Super Bowl year before, right? Mm-hmm. Sean McVay's offense was so prolific. Couldn't, you, you couldn't get him off the field. I was going to right. touchdown. Three points at least. Right. Well, Shanahan just has success with these cats. So what right. they going to be next year? What do you think they're going to do next year, man? Big, uh, bigger, di- there's, to me, it's similar, but it's not quite the same. Here's why. Because the Rams have a lot more trouble in terms of their roster, particularly where they're spending their money. So they're a lot more fucked than the Niners are. And also, too... I think a lot more of it hinges on, to me, what's going to happen with, with Jimmy G as opposed to what they're doing with Goff. The bigger issue with the Rams is that now they got to make the decision before the new league year with um, uh, your man, uh, Gurley, to find out if they're going to pay him all mm-hmm. that money. If they're going to give him the $5 million right, right. roster bonus, which they're, probably, they're going to ask he'll, him he'll be, he'll, he'll. They're gonna ask him to restructure or they're probably going to have to cut him, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I'm going to say he, he won't be a Ram next year. Yeah, so like they they and they really built that offense around them. The, the trick is like you mentioned with him getting out coached. If he was able to really open up the game with with Kittle particularly getting loose, I think they would have done enough to, to save themselves. Because as you mentioned, they were so getting shut so down in certain aspects. But Jimmy G wasn't hitting the, the throws. Thing. He wasn't hitting it. Here's the thing, Benny. Here's the thing, Benny. You know what Spagnola said? Eighty five ain't gonna beat us. Right. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, he this. wasn't really doing a lot and, this whole game. So, yeah, and and it's, it's only three people that Jimmy G throws the ball to. Just be real. Yeah, Debo Samuel's, yep. Kittle's, and 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 forty four. Yeah, right. And forty and listen, Yuschek was getting loose. Yuschek was actually making plays. Yeah, uh, yeah. But so, Debo, so, Debo, exactly. and George didn't really do shit. You know what I mean? So that that there's the order of operations right there. We're not gonna let eighty five beat us. We're not gonna let ten beat us. Forty four. Hey, win some, you lose some. But yep. my thing was is like with the UK, and of course you can't account for everything in the game. You know they're gonna have some surprises for you. But my thing is one thing I figured out two weeks ago is every time forty four moves, you get the ball. Right. That's yeah. Every time you go in a short motion, zip motion, any kind of motion, and my homeboy yep. Matt Ware, shout out to Matt Ware, who's a defensive player, said the same thing. He said, I said every time forty four move the ball. I said every time he move, he get the ball. All right. Every time he move, he get the ball. So anytime you go in some kind of zip, short motion, he gonna get that ball. The ball, he is the first read. Yeah, I said, see, they can't figure that shit out. That's the only reason why San Francisco just doing what they're doing to him right now. Right. Because every time they did a big play, forty four got the ball. Yep. Exactly. Hey, 
Exactly. So again, Shanahan ran out of tricks. Yeah, he definitely he, he definitely got out. He definitely got out coached, especially at the end. He definitely got out because 21, 21 unanswered. You, you at that point. When you look, yeah. when you when yeah. when you're based off, of, and, and it's not that genius. I'm sorry, everybody likes to crown people. That, that's that's our that's our society's right. problem. They just have the good the fast. players to run it well. Normally, right. So they they had the players running well, indeed. But when your when your top when your only plays that you run are stretch zone, screens, slants, and play action and over the middle, you're not gonna beat. I mean, you, they they were lucky. Honestly, their defensive line kept them in like the the, the whole playoffs. Yeah, that defensive line did phenomenal things yep. to keep them right. It made them honest because those four plays and you can only run them a certain amount of ways a certain amount of sets. Before defense is like, man, look, every time this fool line up here, he get every time such and such do this, every time 85 is here, he goes, you know, like, when Kansas City had two weeks, Spagnola had two weeks. He, he was like, listen, every time they do this, 85 and try to get a little slip screen, and they, and, oh, fuck that, we man it up. So when we see him over there, man up, and you get in the, you get in the backfield. Uh, like, you know, so they had two weeks to figure it out. So they got out coach, Salah got out coach. Shout out to Denny, uh, not Denny, let's be Denny Reed. Uh, shout out to Andy Reed. Yep. For getting that goddamn, that, that silver work. It. You know what I'm saying? You for getting it. that jewelry, them jewelry. Yep. All right. And, and look, it is what it is. Yep. It's well, Mr. Bridges, as, as the reviewers know, week in and week out, you prove why you should be a coach on an NFL roster, no doubt, because you understand what's happening and what to anticipate and how players can play at their best. However, we will find out if it has transferred over to you picking the winning Man. teams. Without further ado, this is mm. the time has come for the ultimate vacation. Will it be to Vegas or will it be for Miami? <laughs> this is the 2019-2020 NFL season Savage Picks recap. Cue that music. Yeah. Bow. That's right. They've all been tallied up, and let's go over some of the ground rules. First and foremost, we're counting wins and losses. We had a couple bye weeks, and to put an extra little wrinkle in this, uh, for our Pacific home buyers, bet the house, bet of the week. That was either you won two or you lost two if you picked wrong. So we added Ooh. that in there as well. I added all these up, and you know what I'm saying? Made a list, checking it twice, like Santa Claus. And I double-checked everything, and I basically broke down everything by the week. Now, Hmm. the longest winning streak during the season was for Mr. Bridges. JB, you won three weeks in a row. You got weeks five, six, and seven right in the middle of the season. You also had had, uh, the best week. You had a 14-3 record in week 16. Uh, my best week was the championship week, and I went 2-0. I got both of those right um, in those weeks. All right? So, without further ado, we're going to break it down week by week and reveal the final total. Week one, Man Blue got it. Week two, I got it. Week three, JB was the winner. Week four, I got it. Week five, JB got it. Week six, JB won. Week seven, JB won. Week eight, I got it. Week nine, we tied. Week 10, JB. Week 11, we tied. Week 12, we actually had a bye, if you remember, a patented bye week. Mm. Week 13, I got it. Week 14, I got it. Week 15, JB got it. Week 16, JB got it. Week 17 was a tie. Then going into playoffs, if you remember, due to circumstances beyond our control, wildcard weekend was a bye. In the divisional round, I got it. In the championship round, I got it. And the Super Bowl was a tie. And we both picked the 
achieved. And remember, there's only one tie during the season. It was our beloved Kitty, Kitties and the Cards. Week one was mm-hmm. the only actual tie uh, during the season. So, without further ado, the drum roll for the final records of all the weeks of football. Man, the great blue Dini with eight, JB with seven, and three ties. Oh, the winner in the rubber match is yours truly. Oh, and we're going man. to Miami, bitches. Woo! Hey, we in Miami, trick. It's a win win. It's a win win. Trust me what I say. I don't, look, I'm not a man of foolish pride, all right? I, like, I lost, you know what I'm saying, because I didn't make the picks that my guy made. Who's still going to Miami? Right. First and foremost, I want to I want to thank my instincts. All right. I want to thank my instincts yes. for uh, not going by what some of these talking heads were saying. Uh, I want to send a big fuck you to the Atlanta Falcons and the Cleveland Browns for having oh. this pick wrong so many weeks in a row. Uh, Man, the Black, like, the black Cats were also jankified as well. And shout out to the shout out to the Dolphins when winning when we thought they're going to lose and losing when we thought they're going to win. Uh, it was crazy. Right. And just adding up all these picks again. I was uh, I was like, man, this is this is closer this is closer than I thought. But it's it's only right that we're uh, we're this competitive with the uh, with the picks, and uh, it was fun, man. Uh, of course, more to come. Uh, looking forward looking forward to the trip. Ne- per- never personally been been to uh, Miami thus far, believe it or not. Yeah. Vegas plenty of times, uh, so that will be right, right, right. entertaining, man. So uh, shout out to the reviewers who've been rocking with us for the entire season. We love you and appreciate it. Uh, JB, before we go, I know that you've been kind of in and out on power, but tonight, as we record, is the series finale of the show. I want you to give me a prediction on what you think. What What do you think is, is going to happen? What What is the What is the final chapter of the story? What do you think? Oh man, you know I've seen like eight different endings, alternate endings. Um. You know what? Who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? I'm so burnt out on power, bro. Uh, I've, I've been with power for, for all six seasons. Yeah. I've rocked with him. I'm ready for it to end, too. I'm not going to lie. But this is the last episode. I've rocked with him. Last episode, you know what I'm saying? I, I think that, honestly, I think that uh, it's so buck wild. You know what I'm saying? I think Tariq shot his father. Right? The theory. Uh, and, yeah, I think Tariq shot him. And, 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 of course, that you have to realize that there is a show coming on that's going to be the heir apparent to power. Or the sister series to power, if you will, and who better for them to base the show around than this little young shorty want to be a thug, aka Ghost Number Two, Young Tariq. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so if I gotta go out, let me say it. I'm gonna say Tariq shot him. I'm gonna say Tasha found him. I'm gonna say she saw him. She made him get out of there so he wouldn't have to take the rap. Yep. The last episode I saw Tommy found Ghost. Was all shocked, shook, shook up, and he saw somebody and he pointed a gun at him. And Ghost told him before he died not to do it. Yep. All right. So that's my theory. I ain't even watched like the last. I don't think I watched the last. No, just just last last episode. I don't think I watched. No, I ain't watched the last two episodes. Okay, so you got to catch right. up a little bit. But it's it's still within yeah, the same storyline, so you know kind of the gist yeah, of what's right. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I so I haven't watched the last two episodes, and then of course tonight I probably won't watch the next episode either. All right. So I'm just telling you what's happening. What I think is going to happen. Well, next time we come on, 
or I'll hop on social media and let your reviewers know if I was right or wrong. There you go. We'll go from there. We'll go from there, man. All right, it's a it's a beautiful thing. Hey, I I want to JB. I want I want to thank I want to thank you for being such a fierce competitor in good sport in another edition of, of Savage Picks. I know it's I know it's not easy to lose. You know what I mean? But huh. you know, look, we did, we did, we're gonna have fun in Miami. Lo- it's gonna be fun. All right, a loss ain't a loss. It's a lesson. You know what I'm saying? Hey, here it is. That's how we look at. It. That's how we look at. It, you know? There it is. All right, reviewers, we love you. Uh, that's it. We are now on our bi-weekly schedule. We'll catch you in a couple weeks. Make sure to follow us at JB and Benny Blue. JB will be killing it on social media. You know it. Uh, more guests coming. Uh, the video, we're, we're taking things to another level now go, Now that we're past this next football season. All that good shit. JB right. and BennyBlueReview.com right. for all past episodes. Um, we're on all streaming platforms. Five-star rate us on Apple Podcasts, please. And uh, pow, pow. And that's it. Until next time, reviewers, we love you. And we out. Boom. And there it is. Wireless on the most reliable network nationwide. That's cool. But with my wireless, I get unlimited for just 30 bucks. Impressive. But does yours have 5G included? Of course. And my wireless saves me 400 bucks a year. That's because you all have Xfinity Mobile with your internet. It's wireless so good, it keeps one-upping itself. $30 $30 per line per month. Taxes and fees extra. Compares pricing of top carriers. Xfinity Internet required. Reduced speeds up to 20 gigabits of usage per line. Most reliable based on root metrics. Yields report. Results vary. Non-endorsement. <sighs> Mondays. Just became a Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.